0: And we'll see you there.
1: From KUT and KUTX Studios.
0: This is KUT. These days, a lot of people worry about urban food deserts. Those are places where it can be hard to come by a healthy meal. But what about an entertainment desert, a place where young people are cut off from the basic diversions that can make a city livable? As KUT's Most Bouchelle reports for our On My Block project, a lot of people worried about that very problem in East Austin a few decades ago. And the answer they arrived at, the Millennium Youth Center, stands today as a result of their efforts. The story starts near the corner of 12th and Chacon, and it starts with a tragedy. It was here in this church parking lot just a couple days after Christmas 1992 that 16-year-old Tamika Ross was hanging out with some friends at night. A car pulled up, shots rang out, and Tamika Ross was killed. It was just one of several murders along this stretch of road in that year.
1: And this was different for the community because it was a young female.
0: This is Jennifer Mohammed. She lived right down the street from where Tamika was killed.
1: It's kind of sad that you almost kind of got used to it being males. But when it became a female, that really got the community's attention and people started meeting and saying, how are we going to fix this? What can we do?
0: At the time, Jennifer was just a teenager herself, but she started attending those meetings.
1: And I was very vocal. I even challenged one elected official very boldly. And from that, seasoned community leaders we're like, we got to find this girl. Good afternoon.
0: That's how she became one of the faces of an Austin activist movement. Hi. Back Hi. then, Muhammad went by the name Jennifer Cole Doyle. Videotapes of old city council meetings from over 20 years ago show her looking a lot like she does today. A petite, youthful woman with a voice that's somehow playful and commanding.
1: Well, I didn't prepare a speech as far as writing it down because... I don't feel like you really listen to it
0: anyway. Muhammad and her allies formed the Central City Entertainment Center Advisory Board. They argued one way to reduce the risk of street violence for black and brown kids in the east side was to get them off the streets. Existing city programs focused on sports and education.
1: What I didn't see is a place where I wanted to socialize with my friends and do fun things.
0: Like catching a movie or going roller skating. So the advisory board pushed for an entertainment complex the East Side could call its own.
1: I don't want to have to go all the way north. I don't want to have to go all the way south to go see a movie or to go skating and then be treated, you know, like I'm in the way or don't belong.
0: That last part's important. As the idea grew, it became more and more about social justice. People thought the youth center might help correct one of the legacies of segregation in Austin. Basically, an entertainment gap left by the flight of businesses out of the East Side.
1: Excuse me, Mayor. I'm sorry. I forgot to give you the petitions. I did a petition okay. drive and have over a thousand names in support of the Rosewood Entertainment Center.
0: You can give those to de Garcia. He will distribute those to us. It was a popular plan. It was also an expensive one. The complex would cost millions for land and construction and about $800,000 annually in operating costs. A year went by. Two years. Three years, the board kept lobbying city council, but the center looked less and less likely to happen. Arguments against it will still sound familiar today. Here's former city council member Max Knofziger from a meeting in the mid '90s. One of the ways we use those funds is to provide housing for citizens, affordable housing, and that is certainly a huge need in the community right now, with uh, occupancy rates at apartments being very high.
1: We went through couple of different council members, um, lots and lots of citizens communications at city council members, lots of agenda items at city council, spent so many hours at city council.
0: Four years, five years, six years.
1: I think a lot of things that were started for the East Austin community during that time went away because people gave up. They lost hope they got tired, and they stopped.
0: Still, supporters of the entertainment center kept going. And seven years after those first community meetings, the center opened. It was 1999, so when the city held a contest to name the place Millennium Youth Entertainment Complex won. Vanessa Silas is the complex's general manager.
1: The Millennium is a dream that A lot of people had, and the dream has come true, and we've been able to maintain it.
0: But it came at a cost to Jennifer Muhammad. She had always been a zealous advocate for the center, but the emotion that fueled all those years also alienated some people in city government. As the project gained momentum, she lost her city advising role. At City Hall, she gave a fiery goodbye
1: where well, you can keep your compromise and your seat on the advisory board because you will reap what you sow. It's like my passion was good enough to get us to this point where it looked like it was gonna actually happen, and then I wasn't good enough.
0: She says she spent years feeling jaded after the experience, but that faded with time. These days?
1: I just felt a, a great sense of pride. I feel like I made Tamika's death into something that was positive, um, for her parents, for her mothers, for her siblings. Um, I just, I don't know. I just feel a lot of pride.
0: So what's the complex like today? Well, it's got an arcade and a bowling alley and a food court, a movie theater, and a roller skating rink. The company that manages the complex says about 7,500 people visit every month. They host concerts, community forums, private parties, and of course, lots of families and lots of teenagers.
1: I'm Jacqueline Naomi Maciel. I'm in seventh grade and I'm at the Millennium to come skating. My name is Joey. I'm here just to come with my friends.
0: Do you come here with your parents? Never that. Would it just not be cool to come with
1: your parents? Nope. Nope. It'll be embarrassing.
0: These kids didn't notice the picture of Tamika Ross, the girl whose death started all this, hanging in the lobby. And they didn't know the history of the Millennium Center. But they're helping it fulfill its mission. So, uh, I don't know, do you want to check out some air hockey or...? uh... Just by hanging out and having a blast. Alright, who's going to win this game? No, you're not. Moe's Bouchel, 18 years. (laughs) Pretty good.